There are no ghosts in here, only the friendly ones. <laughs> Good morning. Good morning. It's Wednesday. It is. And I'm Liz. I'm Naomi. And we're the Run Galloway Girls. And we have a new mic set up today, so this I know. is exciting. How are yours pretty colors and mine is just red? I don't know, but... Oh well, it'll be it'll be great. So this finally, is, you know, four months in, we've justified the cost of buying two mics. Yes, <laughs> but like, why are my why is mine just solid red? It makes know. me wonder that maybe it's only recording from yours. Oh, <laughs> oh gosh. Hello, uh, hello. Oh no, that that was definitely my mic. We'll yeah. see. <laughs> it sounded good when we did the playback. So yeah. Yeah, I think we're going to be all right here. Yeah. Um, so enough about mic chat. We're here to talk about running, maybe. <laughs> yeah. Um, so we are less than two weeks away from Mountains to Beach, which is kind of insane. I realized I will have worked 17 straight days oh before my gosh. we leave. <laughs> no weekends. Because of lifeguard teaching, but it is what it is. Um, but we're excited to talk about low aerobic short low aerobic space and why we were concerned about having a low aerobic shortage and what that all means for your running for your life and just kind of for everything but yeah. also we should talk about some other stuff too yeah for sure so um we have more training hiccups because you know what that's what training is it's a series of hiccups <laughs> strung together to get you to race day yeah it's not perfect it's never going to be perfect and if it is perfect maybe you're doing something wrong right if, you, <laughs> if it's perfect then you should have been trying something a little different or i don't know maybe your goal should be like, there i don't know perfect should be like you should be like at most like 80 percent successful in all of your workouts and you know, like 80% is like really, really in life, obvious either. Yeah. It should be too hard and you should like back off on 20% or you should like leave 20% in your reserve for you so that like 80% is all you have to give. <laughs> I like that. That's my, that's my philosophy in life. Like just like, because you, you never know what reserves you're going to need. Yeah. Later. Yeah. You got a so, reserve. Yeah. So we were, let's see, we, we were supposed well, to do mile repeats. We were supposed to do mile repeats for our last big run. On my birthday, and my legs were just not turning. It was so hot. It was so hot. And we burned way too hot at the beginning that, like, I was toast after two miles. And I might have been able to, like, push through for, you know, another maybe six total repeats, which – but but we just didn't. We, we kind of just went into some straight running, yeah. and it was fine. Um, but I was actually sore after that too. I am still sore. Okay. And so Good yeah, after. I literally it was said the trail running. So then Oops. we decided to go <laughs> run on a trail where there was shade. That was the right. the reasoning behind it was that it was shaded. It was not because all of a sudden we decided we're gonna in super shoes. In super yeah. shoes. <laughs> on a wet day. The vapor flies. I had on vapor flies. And I had on the endorphin elites and mm -hmm. it was it was muddy. So they were a little slick, a little slick on the bottom. Yeah. So but that was fun. But it actually really was fun, and I would like to run trails sometime soon because it was super fun. Um, I, sorry, and when I say trails, I mean paved 
Oh my gosh, I'm gonna not paved, but like um, um, not paved. gravel Flat, or gravel packed. packed. Packed dirt or packed path. mud, I guess. We don't have I like to trails. <laughs> I like to run packed paths, not trails. I like yeah. paths. <laughs> no, it did it did have a lot of undulation when we did that. So we ended up yeah. getting a good amount of elevation gain and loss, which was kind of cool. It was really good. So it gave us a little workout that was still, you know, we had done a pretty big workout the weekend before. And yeah. so I feel like that was that was kind of taking the place of our last it, big workout anyway. And then you know, so it wasn't. I wasn't too concerned. We had about done what a we workout the week before that too. Yes, yeah. So, so I wasn't too concerned that if we didn't end up doing a workout, I think we're still marathon ready. Mm-hmm. Although, yeah, at ten days out, I'm scared because yeah, like I have hamstring pain now, and I have other pains I didn't have earlier in the season. <laughs> That's okay. <sighs> it's going to be fine because it's going to be great. We are going to make it through, and it's going to be great because we're just going there to run a marathon for fun. I know. Um, And, like, that's the other thing, keeping, like, fun in your forefront, right? Like, Mm -hmm. the goal of doing all of this is is do it for fun. And it's somewhere between the goals of my last two marathons, which were my first, my two ago was qualify for Boston, get a better BQ at CIM, right? Like run the best thing, run the best I can run on that day. Right. Putting it, put it all out there. Not that you, again, you still never want to go to a hundred percent. Oh, that's just not me. That's not you, but no. But putting it all out there in terms of what you're... I answered my phone in the middle of the race. (laughs) Did you really? Mm -hmm. (laughs) That's awesome. Yeah. Answered my phone. I said, "Hey, well, I would love to recap this meeting right now, but I'm at mile 17 <laughs> of a marathon uh, where I'm going to get it. where I'm going to get a new BQ." <laughs> I love and, it. Uh, and yeah, it was <laughs> it was from Garrett. He had just had a meeting with the board. Oh at wow! Ground, yeah. So, um, oh my gosh. You know, and just a little bit later. Yeah, he took over as director. That's right. But yeah, so there's so. you know a difference between putting it all out there versus our last each of our last marathons was yeah Boston. It was, was like show time. up. It was not to fi- it was to to finish. Yeah, and not to not for time. So I I was regret, a little bit of I regret a little bit. I, okay, I would not change how I ran my Boston marathon, yeah. but I regret it a little bit. Right. So I ran with Marcy, and it was so fun and so great to run with her. But it felt like it took my Boston experience away. Yeah. I do wish I kind of run the best marathon I could have run that day, right. which I think was about 4.10. So, right. I mean. Because you were doing it, you know, you were you were setting completely aside anything for yourself yeah. in that moment. Like yeah. Just like you know, and and the problem was that we ran such long intervals at such like yeah a slow like we were at pace at times to do a like a four fifteen four ten, but then there were other times that it just like Marcy's run speed couldn't keep up. Right, you guys were doing like two and thirty or something, mm-hmm. but which at like ten minute pace is is a very like, uh, like nine forty five nine fifty. And then there were some that, because there are lots of hills in Boston. But I'm also very, like, that's something else that you should, like, learn about yourself. Are you good on hills? Mm -hmm. And Naomi is good on ups. I'm good on ups. Really, really good on ups. And you're good, you tolerate downs fairly well. I'm fantastic on downhills. Right. Like, I, but, and I always think that I'm not good at ups, 
but I have I am so good on downs that I can walk most ups and still and beat the person <laughs> that I'm running with down the yeah. hill because I'm so good on downs. Yeah. It's about like letting gravity take over yeah. and not worrying about uh But also you know. but it's also about control. It's it is it's control. a quad dominant. Like right. so downhill running is quad dominant. And I've always had really good quads because of my past training as like you know, yeah. figure skater and then springboard diving. And those are those fast twitch muscles. Mm-hmm. But the issue is those guys, they, they wear out real they fast. So you have to train your slow twitch muscles, which are your hamstrings. And yeah. once you start training them, they start to go, why are you training me? I'm tired. That's why my hamstrings yeah. get tired all season. Yeah, exactly. They're that's, like, what is? what are these small steps that you make me run? Yeah, that's what <laughs> happened with our, our big workout a week and a half ago. My quads were dead, and then my hamstrings are now sore because I had to, like, take over with hamstring running. But right. I am excited. Good. that Wait, We have enough time to recover. Yeah, it's great. we have 10 days. I'm just going to take it chill. Take it, I'm going to cut back. No more doubles. I, I decided <laughs> after last night's little tiny 20-minute on the bike, I was like, I was too tired to even do it. And I was like, why did I do this? Yeah. But I'm so excited to try to go do a downhill You know what marathon. you can double with? You can double with a dog walk with Julian. And I did that, too. Yeah. And that should have been my double because I walked 25 minutes, you know, so, around the neighborhood with the so dog I and Julian. you tell the podcast how, uh, how Julian took me on, like, the longest walk no. ever? Oh, my gosh. So I yeah. babysat Julian. And... Naomi didn't even need me to babysit him. I just wanted to pick him up. (laughs) I was like, uh, Scott and Lila were out of town. And I was like, I'm off. Can I just pick up Julia? She was like, sure. Of course. Then I work a little later. So she got to work a little later because it was still tax season. So Julian and I go to the park. And he like sees the city bus pass. And he's like, we have to go on the city bus. So he grabs my hand and he leads me down. And I mean, he leads me down across the street. He knows where he's going. Through a tunnel all the way up to the main road. And I'm like, where are we going? He's (laughs) holding my hand the entire time. It was like a mile and a half. He was going to find the city bus stop because he wanted to take the city bus. And he, like, freaking knows where the bus stops are. That's what's crazy. This kid can internalize and memorize things that I'm just like, where do you talk about? It's the cutest ever. I have promised him that we will take the city bus (laughs) somewhere. And I, what I think we should do is we should just take it from your house to town center to have dinner. Yeah. Like, that would be, like, he would die. So we need to get the one that has the big um, advertisement on it. It's like a bank, but it has a dog on it. Oh, so when he sees it, he goes, "It's the dog bus," and so we need to get that. Oh, one. if we okay, can get on yeah. the dog bus, he'd be so happy. Oh, Brian and I have a little joke about how Penny, the dog, likes to go shopping. She goes to the mall. We're like, where's the dog? Oh, she's at the mall. Like, she's just up in her bed. But that's our joke. And I, I said it on the phone to Brian. I was like, "Oh, did the, did Penny go to the mall again?" And I had a kindergartner in my back seat, and she goes, the mall? Your dog goes to the mall. Aww. How'd she get there? Did she take the city bus? Aww. Does she wear a sign on her neck that says, I'm Penny. What's your name? <laughs> I'm going to the mall. And so now Emma, this five-year-old, is like all in on the joke that Penny takes the city bus places. That's so cute. So, so yeah, yeah. Walking, is, walking. Walking is, uh, again, we uh, talked about before, walks. and family walks, that is part of that can be part of your training your training and this all comes back to doubles and low aerobic base and and why do you need it so low aerobic base is going to just improve your ability your aerobic ability at 
the higher levels. So it's think of it as like a foundation of a house. And so think about the times that you've gotten into training and you're like, yeah, I'm starting this training plan. So jazzed. And you start off like a bullet out of a gun. You're like, I got track Tuesdays, got tempo Thursdays. I am, I got my long by by the beginning of week two, you can barely walk, right? <laughs> or your workout's supposed to be 45 minutes, and by 30 minutes in, you're exhausted and can't finish it. Your foundation isn't solid. And so fitness and being an athlete isn't about getting out there and doing the hard work intensely some of the times. I mean, it is. But it's about doing the easy work consistently all of the time. And so a low aerobic base really builds your ability to build fitness later. Yeah. And your long-term fitness and your cardiac output and and all of that. So and it prevents injuries. So yeah. like the big thing is that it's gonna it's going to and it's not you, gonna impact your body the way yeah, the and higher. When you want more, right? Let's say you've been training for a while and you've been consistent and you've been very good about you know, 80% of your running is easy in that zone two, zone three. So that's that's high aerobic, right? That high aerobic, and then you have some nice threshold high zone four, low zone five work. So you've got some polarization there, mostly easy, some kind of hard. And you're like, I want to add more. And you get to that add more phase. You can't add more in that 80-20 ratio. You even don't even want to add it into that 80. What you do is you actually want to then find this lower zone. And that's where you want to add everything. Everything needs to come in to that super easy, light yeah. exercise. So we're talking about super slow running. So if you are a 10-minute miler, this means 15-minute miles. And I mean 10-minute easy miles. Like you think your easy miles are 10-minute miles um, and your 5Ks are are no faster than 24 minutes, then we're talking 14, 15 minute miles. We're talking about walks. We're talking about 1530s. Because I I don't think we've got podcast listeners out there who are crushing sub-20s, 5Ks. If we do, reach out to us. Yeah, and great job. Yeah, awesome. (laughs) Because, I mean, we're... We would love to get there. Yeah. Um, but we're talking to like kind of that the to average our average, runner. yeah, recreational like, runners. And, and we think we think sub 25 minute 5Ks is hard and freaking, awesome yeah. and beast. So and that's like all we're at. You right go. Now, so. <laughs> I mean, awesome. we think we think sub 35Ks. Oh, hell yeah. If your goal is to get sub 30, that's amazing. If yes. your goal is to get sub 35, that's incredible. Like, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so let's back it up real quick and just, I know we've talked about it before, but what are the five zones? What is this five-zone model? So it basically comes back to your heart rate. Um, We're looking at a max heart rate, which you can can test that out and figure out what your max is, or you can go based on, like, the approximate age number. This is different from where we have our heart rate set. We have our yeah. heart rate set using our lactate threshold. Which we've actually, yeah, looked at. Well, we, we had David we Roach. Had David <laughs> Roach help us with, with that. Look now, at actual numbers. Now, if you data. have a Garmin watch, it's going to be set on a max max heart rate 
based on these zones percentages. You can fiddle around with it like a little bit. Like 220 minus your age being your max. And there are, well, no, it or, will it will also discover a max heart rate. Yes, and, that's true. And reset it. Um, the newer garments will do this. The other thing you can do is there are a couple of tests if you get a heart rate strap. There are a couple of different tests that you can do to kind of develop this. But a simple formula is 220 minus your age. And that, like, is fairly close. I mean, for me, I do go above 180, but 40-year-old woman, 180, that's about, yeah. like, my max. And so that's pretty but if close you're, for most people. But if you're someone who has seen 180 oh, yeah. in, in a workout, if you're <laughs> and you, there are there are some of us out there who have seen Outliers. 180 in a workout, and it doesn't feel hard, and sometimes you've seen 199, yeah. just make a guess. Like, I used to just guess that mine was 203. Right. That was, like, my guess that my max heart rate was 203. Now, I saw at workouts, sometimes I would see it a little higher than that. And I'm like, but this is still, this gives me good zones. It's within a range. Right. And so your your zone one is really easy intensity. Light exercise. 50% of your max. So if you're talking, like, for me, 180-ish, 185 maybe, my zone one would be 90, 90, which is really... Walking. I mean, there's not too many times to where I stay with yeah. a 90 to 100. But you know what? There are, uh, I bet yesterday, we 1530s yeah. would probably keep you stayed. in zone one. Um, if you're doing the, the 15s, pretty easy. 1030s might. Right. 10 seconds of running. Keep, yeah. Keeping that heart rate super, super low. Your zone two is your 60 to 70. I would even say up to about 75%. And that's your zone two, zone three. That's your aerobic base. So that's where we're building. That's where we're going to build fitness. That's where we're going to get. That's actually where we're going to get faster for longer is by building this zone like up to 75%. This is also what what used to be called the fat burning zone because this is where your body is actually rather than using your stored glycogen, it's going to start using fats because it's a low enough intensity to where it's going to grab fat and kind of metabolize it. Um, Now, the issue is if you're a woman, it, it will not do this without carbohydrates in your system. So what you will get is muscle wasting. Which which is not good. You don't want to be burning your muscle. Women need carbs in order to learn to burn fat. It seems ridiculous, but that's how the body works. Men, men's bodies are dumb. To a point. They still have a tipping tipping point. They have a tipping point, but but it's like an hour. It's an hour. It's an hour in. Women's is like no joke. If you're running for 10 minutes. Yeah. <laughs> if you're going to run for more than 10 minutes, you need a cookie with you. You need carbs before you need to have eaten something. Yeah. So even yesterday, my average was 121 on that easy 12-17 average pace. But you had heart rate drift. And I, yeah, I got up to 142 and that is zone two. Yeah. To zone, actually, it's starting to creep into zone three. Yeah. So even like our 12-17 15, 30 easy run is still zone two. So for me, really, to get back to zone one, I need to either be really slow on the bike, walking with, walking the dog with with the toddler. So we kind of, so they say your zone two would be 60 to 70% and your zone three would be 70 to 80%. We're kind of telling you. Oh, and we're reading, by the way, we're just looking at an article that just came out in Women's Running and it's, of course, one of our favorites, Jason Fitzgerald. Um, Oh, 
And actually, it's in outside as well, because I think outside women's running are owned by the same. So we have redefined zone two to go right to the middle of your zone three. So from the middle of your zone three, which is 75% to 85%, you're going to not run there ever. Like, that is your gray zone. That's the danger zone. That's your gray zone. That is where you will run, and it will feel hardish and easy-ish at the same time, and you will get injured and have no improvements. Mm-hmm. Okay? That is that is kind of like, actually, Naomi used to run out the door and run all of her miles at, like, 8.16s. Well, no, even, like, before that, let's say... Before we serve any other, I'd be running at 9 to 9.30 oh, okay. pace. I was just thinking when you so, would, like, run with um, Maggie and them. I felt like No, it was, like, really 9. Fast. 9 to 9.30. But, and, like, that was also my race pace. Yeah. Right? Like, I was... All the miles. 8.45 to 9.30. All the same. All the miles. All, all the same. Right. And very little improvement. It wasn't until she started running faster and adding walk breaks that she started getting faster Polarizing, overall. Polarizing both, like, within the runs themselves as well as yeah. the runs throughout the week where I had very specific, I have more now zone one and zone two that I didn't used to have. Yeah. So I was really in that zone three all the time. It so, was my marathon pace and it was my, yeah, or my half marathon three to pace. four. That three to four. Yeah. Now, now so we've kind of said top of zone three, bottom of zone four, we're not really using. We just throw that away. Your top of your zone four into your zone five, that's where the magic happens. That's your threshold pace, and that is your uh, that's your anaerobic. You get into anaerobic. And so your threshold pace, that's really what you can hold for like max an hour. Now, here's the cool thing about run walk. When you were doing run walk because of the, I'm going to use David's word, the aberrations, <laughs> because you're constantly getting little recoveries in there, your heart rate dips down a little bit, you can actually hold your threshold pace longer than, and use that speed. You can use it longer, that lactate threshold pace longer. Now, lactate gets a lot of uh, bad it gets, oh, there's my belly talking. That's crazy. <laughs> I wonder if he'll be able to hear it. It was like, <laughs> um, you'll, it gets a lot of like, oh, that's what causes the muscles to get tired to get tired and cramp and this and that. Lactate is actually fuel for your muscles. Yeah. It's a type of sugar. It's fuel. Your muscles can use it. So it's like there's a threshold mm-hmm. right here. And if your lactate is here, your body can do it. The moment you come above it, it becomes really hard. And that's why you kind of st- you try to stay at And Liz is doing a visual cue on an audio pod. That's so right. You have Every to time. You have to, to check see. out the YouTube. <laughs> so, but Every what time. The la- yeah, lac- it's lactate shuttling to the muscles that that's the burn feeling. So it's not a, mm. it's a, it's just a symptom that the muscles are actually dragging, like going into the reserves really more than, yeah. than anything else. It doesn't mean that you've exceeded. So, so we've talked a little about uh, the top end and about staying out of the gray zone. So, but what's so important about zone one and zone two is that building that can, it's almost like, have you ever heard the term junk miles? Mm-hmm. It's kind <laughs> of how to turn junk miles into valuable into broccoli miles <laughs> into like good In, miles so, and nutritious how, miles exactly so so this is and it's also there's also a psychological benefit to thinking about zone 1 as this like super easy thing 
and that as this valuable thing, because so many, so much of the times I mean, like, I just can't because I don't have the energy to bring any intensity. So there's there's the pod burp. burp. Sorry. (laughs) I don't have any energy to bring intensity to my run right now. So I'm not going to do it. And that's where zone one says, ah, we'll go for a walk instead. Oh, okay. Go for, get a family member and go for a slow walk. Go get a family member and go for a slow jog. Like use 1530s. That's where this, this kind of permission to be really, really easy makes it amazing. It's, yeah, um, it's not. It like, turns that family bike ride that you did to go get ice cream that took four hours to ride six miles. Yeah. It turns that <laughs> into something. I mean, obviously, that actually sounds super fun and awesome because who wouldn't want to go on a family bike ride? That if it took that long, is probably because tiny kids were going, and that would be amazing. You have to stop and take scratch yeah, breaks. Scratch breaks. Um, <laughs> you know. <laughs> it's, but like you said, like the zone. Yes, zone that top of zone four, that's where the magic happens. So, you know, you obviously can't do all of your running at zone one, but the zone one is what, you know, you're not going to have the adaptations if everything you do is zone one. If all you do is walk, you're not going to, it's not going to make you necessarily a faster runner, but it's going to give you the recovery you need and build the base, build the foundation of that house. Well, and it's also going to allow you to increase volume. Yes. And so when you're a beginner runner, you know, we talked about that mid zone three, don't ever run in there. As a beginner, you can run, there because you're probably not doing high volume, you can get better. You can get faster. Three 30-minute runs a week right in that zone three, you're going to see improvements until you stop seeing improvements. And that's when you've got to start bringing in this polarized training. And we all did it. Yes. We all all started where we kind of ran in our zone three. It was hard but easy and felt accomplished. We maybe dealt with some running injuries here and there. We maybe even raced close to those training paces. Right. And then we said, we want to improve. And once you get to that, I want to improve, you've got to start stepping up out of three and down out of yeah. three. Or we didn't say I want to improve, but we got injured because, yeah. you know, those Huge. those injuries happen when you're running at that, again, that danger zone, that, that zone yeah. three middle zone. And, and without knowing it, when I first started running... Um, and started training for marathons. I found a group and built like kind of a group of girls and I would run on the weekdays by myself, probably in my zone three, maybe even into maybe unknowingly doing some threshold work. Sure. But on the weekends, I was running with girls who like were 230 half marathoners and I had already broken two and I would just do run walk with them. So without knowing it, I was doing this low aerobic base for my long runs. So based on like my percentages, I was doing this like massive polarized training to where like I would post the pictures of the group runs with my Nike with and, the 11 and 12 minute miles. Yeah. And then when I broke four hours in the marathon, I had messages from people who had run marathons, how in the world did you do that? Like, I have been running faster than you all season. Like, right. I ran a 4.30. What is going on? And I'm like, well, I do Galloway. <laughs> yeah, it's the magic. Um, I totally so, forgot where I was going to go. But Oh, yeah. Um, danger zone, gray zone. Oh, but, that we just talked about that. Yeah. So, I mean, really, you know... 
so working in lots of low aerobic. Oh yeah, I was gonna say. So when we talk about, oh, my watch tells me I have a lower aerobic low shortage. aerobic shortage. So if you have a Garmin, one of the you know probably all of them now have the um, training status. training status, and they have three different areas that they want you to work on. And so it's your low aerobic, your aerobic, and or um, anaerobic, your, and yeah, and then your anaerobic. And so. We, you know, a lot of times we'll find out that we're we're have a shortage in one of those areas, and it's usually it's usually in the the low aerobic, and the yeah. oh yeah, so they're they're low aerobic, aerobic, and high aerobic, I guess, but which is anaerobic. Yeah. So we so have a shortage in our low aerobic. The orange is is high aerobic. Yeah, and and so we usually have a shortage in our. Uh, low aerobic, um, low aerobic or base. high or the anaerobic. Unless, unless we're really, de- when we do our long slow, yes. we don't. When And we, that's what we've been kind of ditching recently. Right. And that's why we're in that shortage. It's, we've been ditching our 1530s. It's because we did workouts every weekend. Yeah. For like, and so, yeah. We've, so we've got a lot of aerobic, which is really, you know, but, marathon but paced But kind of where training. we are, but kind of where we are in our training. Makes we, sense. We have the base. We're, you know, we're not going to, like, we were kind of on a catch-up schedule <laughs> to, like, kind right. of catch up into some fitness to get to this marathon. Um, and we're at that peak point or that last point. Like, now we're hitting to taper, but it's that last point of the season where you are going to be kind of, you've... But um, had we done our... 20, heavy loaded. Had we point. done our 29 correctly, we mm-hmm. would not have a low aerobic shortage. That's true. So... It'll be fine. Yeah. It'll be and, fine. And so it really is just a matter of working in more easy runs yeah. or rides to balance your higher acti- higher, you know, aerobic activities, which because we're doing a lot of higher aerobic but activities. But that's but I think when it comes to low aerobic base too, I think it's important to especially when you come to that pivot point of you're a runner who Either you've just started and had a complete, had a successful eight to 16 week training cycle, and you're like, okay, what's the next step? The next step isn't always adding harder workouts. Sometimes it's just adding more, and that, but that more has to be in this low aerobic zone. Um, we're going to devote an entire podcast probably to, um, why run streaks are dangerous dangerous and we've both done them but why run streaks are a horrible idea especially for beginner runners um when you do run streaks you essentially risk especially if you don't understand this training theory right you're gonna go out and you're gonna say oh it's only three to five miles it's only 30 minutes to an hour and you're gonna run in that zone three and zone three, zone three, zone three, zone three, stress fracture. <laughs> yeah. That's what happens. And or burnout. tendinitis or something. Usually it's being physical, but it's also going to be that mental burnout too. Yeah. And so if you can just, you know, take that off the plate, have rest days built in yeah. and have those, you know, family hikes, family bike yeah. rides, you know, all those zone one things built in, you're going to... Increase your long-term love of the sport and ability to do the sport. Well, and then also by by having that long, the, having that low aerobic base zone zone one training built in, especially when you bring in members of your family, 
it's also then your training isn't taking away from your family time. It's actually family time is a part of it. And I think that that's really important too. As we're rack runners, like it would be, it, it can be really easy to be like, sorry, I've got training and just like ditch your family. Like yeah. I, I already worry about that. Like when Brian and I have a baby, like how are we going to balance balance yeah. all of that with like he lives to mountain bike and usually what happens is I go out for a run and about halfway through my long run he'll go hit the mountain bike trails. Well, now we're gonna have to switch off. Yeah, in some you have to kind tag of way team or hire a babysitter. Yeah, um, one day a week. So. Yeah, you have to learn to tag team it and like. If you can incorporate your family, then you don't yeah. have to. Spend. That's also the really nice thing we talked about with like with the Galway plans because we have these three week cycles. We're not mm-hmm. running these hard workouts or long runs every single weekend. Yeah. So even though it might look like on paper you're like, oh my god, I'm going to 29 miles, but you realize that the next weekend is a six mile. Yeah. Nothing, and it could. And it's really like a recovery weekend, unless you're in one of the advanced plans. That has like we even, did downhill. Even running. in the advanced plans, it doesn't take. As it doesn't long. take as long, and yeah. so you still can have the like most of your weekend back. Um, so that's huge. And while it more is better when it comes to running, uh, more is also can also be detrimental. I think three to four. I think for most busy, active people, three to four days of running is all you really need. Um, I think that there are some people, though, with their if their work stress is really high, like it's obviously it's not ideal, but you can do loaded. I used to do loaded weekends, and I sometimes didn't even right. run during the week. Um, I would just run back to back long runs on Saturday and Sunday, and then during the week, my life was so active, and I was on the pool deck walking back and forth for you know two hours at a time yeah. every day. So zone one, um, right? <laughs> so I wasn't, but I I wasn't necessarily running, and so there's there's lots of ways to build a training plan around your life that's specific. And just because we're talking about this particular way doesn't mean that that other ways won't work for you if that's what you need. But just in general, that zone three, like head out the door, just run kind of comfortably hard all the time. It's a recipe for disaster or just for non-improvement. Yeah. You're just not going to, you're just not going to see any improvement over time. Yeah. At best, at best, you will just not see any improvement. At, At worst, worst yeah. you're going to see injuries. Yeah, tendonitis. Because I think fractures. I think if you're just going three times a week, right, like forty five minutes. Yeah, three times a week, you can zone three it all you want. Like, yeah, like thirty know. to forty five minutes. But if you start getting into those over an hour, you're gonna. Yeah. It's just gonna deplete you. I mean, because also what goes along with that is not fueling properly, not having water properly, like. All of those things, like, which is so important. So, so, so. Yeah. So that answers one of our listener questions this week, which was from Ian. And and thanks for reaching out. Yeah. So we have another listener question. This one's from Carly. And she said, how do y'all know what, I'm going to say y'all, because she said, how do y'all know what pace to do for the run intervals to hit your end goal pace? And I know you sort of privately answered her, but this is a great question that we yeah, so I looked up, I looked up, like, what paces were we running? But I know what pace to run. I like to look at my lap screen. That's 
how I kind of know. I use my Garmin tool. So uh, when you start a run and you just push down once, it should get you to your lap screen. And that's going to show you your overall pace. But I also um, answered, this was specifically for us. Remember, we run faster about 60 to 70% faster than Galloway estimates people should run for intervals. So like what we can do for a 60-30 is actually even fast for a for a 2 and 30. So that's just like kind of important to know on yeah, this. Yeah, that our specific paces may not be your so paces. For the first round when we were doing um, 10 minutes, um, we were doing a, what about ten? We were we were right around ten for the thirty thirties. Uh, no, or the fifteen thirties. The fifteen thirties. Uh, we were right at eleven flat ten fifties. We were supposed to be in the elevens, and we ended up like closer to eleven. Yeah, um, we had a run speed around around eight eight minute miles seven forty five eight. Um, then for thirty thirties, when we were um, right in the low tens. <clears throat> We had a run speed around 7.30. So to do so to do 10-minute miles with 30.30s, you've got to be running 7.30 um, run pace. Um, and then at the 45.30s, when we were doing close to the 8s, like nine low 9s, we had a run speed of 7.02. So if you are... My, here's something I think all runners are capable of and should practice is short if like depending on actually depending on where you're at and what your magic mile is practicing running about 830 pace for as long as you can do it that could be 10 15 20 30 seconds no more than 30 seconds you don't need to practice longer if you can't get it Making a goal of getting your run speed up to 8.30 for 30 seconds is a great goal. Once you can consistently, say, five times in a row, do 8.30 for 30 seconds, maybe try to get eight, maybe work up over weeks mm-hmm. to 8.20. And when I say run speed, I mean using your comfortable long distance running form, not sprinting. Yeah. Okay. So that is a way where you can really focus on um, improving without detriment. And that, that comes back to, we talked about strides, um, and how to get faster by doing ju- in just three minutes by using six 30 second strides with two minutes of recovery. Those 30 second strides need to be, need to be long distance running form, not sprinting. And that's where you can work on that foot speed. I lost it. And the other thing is that, like, a lot of people on average are walking, like, a 20-minute pace. I actually just found a great chart. We'll post the link to it. Oh, yeah. Fell, R&R, fellrunner.com. So he, he uses or she uses 20 minutes as the walking pace and then gives us our run paces or, your you know, the expected run paces to meet um, a goal. So if your goal is a 430 marathon, that's a 1017 because he's 1018 to 430, 30, 1017 average pace. Your run pace is going to be about an 837 for two minutes and 30 seconds. And you're going to walk, oh, this is the old, this is walking 60 seconds. But in any case, you're going to be running in those like higher eights. As you yeah. get closer to a four hour marathon, you're probably running around eight minute pace. Yeah. 
Um, and so these are the wrong intervals, but that's okay. So the yeah, just divide them. You you know uh, we so this right, is uh, two and thirty. Two and thirty with a seven thirty pace. This is right. Uh, seven thirty run 20. pace would get you a, a three forty five marathon. Yeah. Um, and so that's co- kind of where you know we've demonstrated we're in that usually in that 715 720 so we you know have the capability if we could run longer to get down to a 325 330 no, this is this is just one in, <laughs> that's the run pace is, though yeah but that's more i know that's I four mean, minutes of running versus well two. but then when we did so this is talking about our workout that we did uh that we already talked about, we talked about last week. Yeah. Um, so the, the second five, round, five minute block. The second round blocks. when we did fifteen thirties and were under ten minute miles, we ran seven ten. When we did thirty thirties and we were eight minute miles, eight forties somethings, uh, we were running six forty five. And then the forty five thirties where we ran again six forty ish, we ran a six twenty seven right pace. And that's so. you know that's a like I mean <laughs> that's, that's a very fast to, yeah run pace. That's it, essentially to get us to like kind of a three oh five, which is what I used <laughs> to be training for. Um, yeah. So that that makes sense, right? Yeah. Um, so and and actually, that's something that you know, my run speed did when I took that time off. It did slow down for a long time. I was really like seven fifty, seven forty five, seven fifty was really where I was comfortable running. It's only been recently that my top speeds have come back. Um, but I think that it's really I think really focusing on trying to get and and that's about right yeah asking really seeing if you can get for 30 seconds get a nice comfortable using long distance running form an 830 run pace it and then you could even like try to do that for up to a minute even if your intervals are never going to be one in 30 spend it do it like a workout practicing can i do the 830 pace for one minute and then can I do an eight, uh, uh, 8.15 pace for 30 seconds at a time? Then, and make sure you're taking long, you're recovering completely between these. These are, think of this as like a, a strides, a little mini speed session. Um, and by working on your on your long distance running form, improving at to faster speeds, you're going to work at an overall efficiency and you're going to work at getting faster over time. Um, yeah, and the other side of the coin is the walk component. So if your walk if your walk speed increases as you get stronger and as you incorporate zone one walks, some yeah. old lady fast walking, old lady walking, you'll you know that will naturally pick up your entire speed for yeah. your. So you know if you're finding that you run those thirty seconds at your you're striving for that eight twenty and it's then you're taking having to walk like a twenty five minute pace because you're so zapped. Then you need to work on maybe slowing that run just a touch, just so that your walk can also speed well, up. Well, but this is the, when I'm talking about running that yeah, fast. I'm talking about it just as for, a workout in within, itself. Take right. take you know two to five, three minutes. It's like a ten to, to twenty minute workout. Not yeah, a, not a yeah. like not your all of your running at that. But pace. I think you will find that when you at when you incorporate six strides, six thirty second strides in to you're into your runs, even even into all of them, but even just once a week, I think you're going to find that you will be faster in your your running speed and your running economy is going to improve. Sure. 
Um, because a lot of, I think that's where a lot of people get stuck in those 14 minute miles and they're like, how do I get out of them? And it's like, well, you, you have to work your way out of them. Um, more is not always better. So sometimes if you're stuck and you're going slow and you've been doing a marathon and you're, you're not really improving, maybe it's time to take a season and drop back and work on the 5k. Yeah. Um, we're, we're taking a season and dropping back. We are still signed up for the Marine Corps marathon. That's going to be a nice completion marathon for us. Yeah. But for the most part, I mean, I think, I think if, and if I race anything, I'm going to race the army 10 miler this year. Yeah. I think our goals will be to work on the short. We'll be able to jump into 5Ks on weekends yeah. and maybe race Army 10. Yeah. Which would be so fun to have our goal be a 10 I mean, because I think I could even run the Army 10 if we do succeed and get pregnant yes. this summer. And so we'll yeah, because there's also, it's like, there's very different ways you can run it. You can just, yeah. you know, just complete it and then... Wear my tiny yeah. little camo skirt. <laughs> yes, I'm so excited. I know, they're so cute. So, um, yeah. And if your goal is to break five hours in the marathon... You're probably going to need to run around like a 926 pace for your run speed. And that's, that's using a 6030. You know interval. what? That's that's using a 6030. But this is with a 20-minute walk. I personally walk. have found yeah. most people, most people um, walk between 17, 15 and 17 minutes per mile. But if you're working on your walk speed, you're going to find different things work. You're going to find different like different ways to do it. It's even saying that at a 515, you can use an 836 run speed. So these 830s might not be so far away if you're doing them for short times. But just practicing getting your long-distance running form at faster speeds, it's going to help you overall as a runner, and it's going to help with that polarized training too. Yeah, that was the difference between a 30-30 versus a 60-30. That's why too. So yeah, if you're, you know, that's sort of our little goal too is to get so fast that our 30-30 marathon would be yeah. a fast finish, just like a, a good finish time, a very reputable time. Yeah. Because if we can get our run speed faster and our well, walk speed faster, it gets And there. that's, so Mountains to Beach, we have kind of thrown out the, we're, we're throwing in the trash the, away the idea that we're going to break four hours, maybe even that we're going to even break 410. Our goal going into Mountains to Beach now is, is we're going to... Um, uh, we're going to run a great race and we're going to have a lot of fun the whole time. We are going to run the second half faster than the first half. So putting that goal out there, Woo-hoo! second half faster than the first half. And we would really like to, um, I would, I would say I'd really like to be sub four ten. Uh, like that'd be amazing. Four oh nine. Get in there. Because I ran a four oh nine in my third marathon. And so I was like, that yeah. would be a really good thing. And I think 409, that beats your steam town. It beats, it's actually top five. Oh. If we go under 410. All right, perfect. I think it's top five. I have a I have a 346, a 350, a 404, and a 404, and a 347. So it'd be top, it would be the six. The six. It'd be, but still, it's But if we, we could, really, there is a chance that we could beat 404 too. Then but, it'd be top five. But I think, four. I think 410 is really like where we're, where we're, you know, at and we can be, we can go out and we can really get it. There's, it's a, it's possible because it is definitely possible that we get to the halfway point and we start cooking and like we could, we could 
it, it could be pretty good. It is a downhill course. So, like, yeah. we have that on our side. Like, it's yeah. a faster course. So, I think, you know, whatever goal yeah. we put out there, it's a but couple then, minutes but then our, faster than if we were somewhere else. And then our... Um, our our, our like B goal, contingency plan. Our B goal is then to beat four twenty three, so that we beat Naomi's like first couple marathons, and then like the C goal would be to beat my Boston, yeah. which beats my first and my Boston, which are the same time, and, and then it's, like it's a four, beat New York four thirty two four thirty one, <laughs> yeah. and we're beat four forty seven. Which beat New York. We should be able to do that. No, so. I love the you know I think it's really important to have ABC goals or ABCD goals. I loved. Um, I don't know if you listened to Swap yesterday. Yeah, Grayson, I did. Even Grayson, like a pro, she's has like, she's a guy of ABC goals, and yeah. her C goal was. Just to finish wanting to do it again. Yeah. I said, oh, that's Jeff. It's a great, it's a great goal. Because smiling, wanting to do it again. Yeah. Yeah. And that's so, even that's for the fun. pros. Like you just have to be able to be happy with that. Be like, you know what? And we have really cute outfits. So I'm excited about that. Oh, yes. <laughs> Me too. But just to get there and finish and to, you know, getting getting to the start is a big part of it too. So. Absolutely. All right. Well, we are going to cut this podcast episode less than an hour today. Um, don't forget, you can support the podcast by going to rengallowaygirls.com slash shop. You can shop yes. Beauty Counter there, uh, beautycounter.com slash rengallowaygirls. Galloway Girls. Right now, we are on the hunt for members. Um, there's amazing membership benefits. Uh, basically, you get uh, rewards back for every purchase. Membership costs you $19 a year, but when you make a $100 purchase nothing. with it, you get a $68 product. So basically, it's, it's like, paying you to be a it's member. It's amazing. Um, you also get... Um, Special access to sales and just our appreciation and love. Oh, and free shipping on orders over 100, which is amazing. And the coolest thing, so Beauty Counter ships all over the United States and Canada, yet they offset the carbon footprint of all of that shipping, all of it. I love it. Which is amazing. Like, because they're a benefit corporation, they're a B Corp, and they score like a 98, which is like incredibly, uh, it's out of 100. It's amazing. So, you know, their offices are in Santa Monica too. Maybe we should go stop by. I know. We kind of need to. (laughs) Or another trip. Yeah. And then, yeah, we have a lot of cute merch right now. We're going to add some more cute shirts and sweatshirts on our site. But oh my God, I love our, our merch that we have up. So, yeah, check it out. Yeah. And also, um, Orgain, our favorite protein, which I'm taking like two a day right now. Yeah, I get that protein. Protein loading. Um, if you use Coach Liz 30, I the code. Yep. And, and it's a great discount and it helps us out. So, and, and it's thank also you. the best uh, protein. It's delicious. It's so good. It's so good. All right. Well, we are going to sign off for today and. We will have multiple episodes coming at you soon because I think I have three recording sessions scheduled when we're, we're well in California. California. Yay. But you're going to hear from us at least one more time before we leave. So yeah. um, send us your questions. And we hope that this expl- this explanation on lower aerobic base and why it matters is helpful for you. Yeah. Thanks, guys. All right. Bye. bye.